What if your body was a gift and contribution to your life and not something that you've been stuck with? What if your body could change quickly and easily? Right Body for You will inspire you and show you a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Now here's your host, Danielle. And welcome to Right Body for You, a different kind of radio show with a different kind of host. Um, you know, it, you ever have those moments where you're listening to your own intro and you're going, like, you're in that mode of, like, listening to the show, and then all of a sudden your awareness pops in and goes, no, 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 I'm the one speaking today. So that's kind of what I mean by different type of host. Um, but welcome to Right Body for You. You know, this is one of my favorite hours of the week. I have so much fun doing the radio show with you all. Um, we, I've been doing radio for the majority of my life, actually. And I've been hosting my own short show for, uh, well, over five years with a small gap in the middle. Uh, meaning, so, Five years, but over the past seven years, which is, you know, which is pretty exciting. And I just love it. I love sharing tools and tips, and I love connecting with all of you, and I love it when you guys connect to me, too. Um, you know, I am your host, Danielle, if I haven't already said that. And I have such a joy in talking with you all about bodies, which is so funny, because I used to hate the fact that I had a body. And now I get to travel the world facilitating workshops um, with on about bodies with the right body for you workshops all over the world. Um, you know, I've, I've studied the nutrition um, with my mom, who is a nutritionist. She's done she did health talk radio shows forever, and so I studied with her and all of her guests, and then did my own studying. Um, and I I never really found that in my body that I was looking for and knew was possible until I started using the tools of access consciousness and right body for you. Because um, for me, that was the first one that I ever saw that actually took the body's uh, preference, the body's consciousness, the body's choices into possibility of creating it, changing it, healing it as well. And so, you know, that's what the show is all about, is helping you to realize the gift that your body can be and the communion that your body can be and asking questions about it and being with it and not having it be this this negative uh, piece of meat that you have to, you know, drag around until you get into either the next life, the afterlife, the world beyond, or whatever it is whatever it is that we think that life without a body would be so much better. Well, what if it isn't? What contribution can our bodies be to our life? Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of a little bit what the show's all about. And the Right Body Few workshops, which, by the way, is also a book. I'm always forgetting the book, <laughs> which I think is funny seeing how I'm on the cover. And I wrote the first chapter. Um, I know, cute. Not always bright. Uh, but it is, it's a Right Body Few is a book. You can go to accessconscious.com and purchase it from there and check it out. It's a lot of fun. Or it's on Amazon, all those all those places. Um, and a lot of the tools are shared with you here. And today it's an interesting topic. Today we're talking about does your body like to cry? 
Um, you know, a lot of people have so many points of view about what crying is, what it represents, what it means, both figuratively and literally. Um, you know, some people are like, oh, your body cries to um, get dust out, clean out those ducks, you know. And I'm like, well, why would we have ducks if the only purpose is to clean them out? And ducks isn't D-U-C-T-S, not D-U-C-K-S. Those quacking ducks, whole different story. Um, and if you have D-U-C-K-S around your eyes, send me a picture, please. Because <laughs> that will be very interesting. Um, and let me know how it occurs, what you did to create that. Um, so, yeah, it, it, and... A lot of people have this point of view that crying is some form of weakness. You know, we've seen it. Uh, men don't cry. Boys don't cry. There was even a movie with that. Speaking of movies, I mean, who doesn't know the phrase, there's no crying in baseball, right? From Tom Hanks in A League of Their Own. Um, and one of my favorites with, with little kids is like they're crying. And how do you get a little kid to cry? Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Has that ever worked? I mean, really, has that ever worked? Little kids crying, and you say, stop crying, or I'll give you something to cry about. I, <laughs> this ever worked, you know? I, I, I've i never, ever actually seen it work. Um, but, you know, it's that whole, also that, that masculine thing. You know, men can't cry. Um, and... If you're crying, it's a weakness, or if you're crying, there's a pain, and oh, it's these so many crazy points of view. And so, the more I come to realize uh, the difference—not the separation, but the difference between the infinite being who we are and the body that we've created, and how some things are our body and some things are us, the infinite being—I've really begun to get an awareness of how different. Uh, crying is and what it is and what it isn't. Uh, so that's, you know, a lot what we're going to explore today. Who knows? Maybe there is crying in baseball. We'll have to, you know, tell Tom Hanks next time I see him that there is crying in baseball. Just joking. I, I don't, I have, I have not seen him. Um, would be cool though. So, <laughs> but what's exciting is I might get to see Eddie Izzard. And those of you who don't know who Eddie Izzard, the comedian is, I'm sad for you. He's pretty funny. He's a British comedian. Anyway, more of, the, more of Eddie Izzard in July when I go see him. So what is crying? Okay. Well, first let me say, uh, let me ask you a question. Are you in your body or is your body in you? Okay. Are you your body or is your body you? And why I'm starting with that is even – so many of us have the misconception that we are our bodies, our, um, our, our, our self-worth or our value in this reality is, is tied up with our bodies and that we are our bodies. And I know that sounds crazy. Um, people go, well, of course I'm not my body. My body is that little weak, pathetic thing that I... I'm stuck with, you know, but a lot of people have that point of view 
that we are our bodies. You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, cartoons is "If You Are What You Eat." I'm I'm fast, cheap, and easy. <laughs> you know, like fast food, right? Haha. <laughs> so, but a lot of us also have this with our bodies. We are our bodies. That um, we are. Uh, we are valued. We are judged by how our body looks and how our body is received by another person. And what's interesting with this is somewhere we know that's not true. Somewhere we know that we are not our bodies. Our bodies are a part of us. Our bodies are one part of the amazing infinite beings we are. Um, And how it's look, how the health level and all that kind of stuff is just, information uh, that our our body is actually giving us okay and so this is why I'm starting off this does your body want like to cry at this place because are you your body or is your body you it's like no your body is a part of you Uh, you created your body you created your body so that you would have um, more information about this reality you know for me when I look at bodies you know, because Gary Douglas, founder of Activist, he's always, the first time I ever heard him say, your body is in you. You're not in your body. And we've been taught that we are in our bodies. You know, that we, this infinite being, this huge, massive, infinite being, are stuffed into this capsule of flesh that we call a body. You know, um, I saw that uh Twilight Zone episode where we were that their soul, infinite being, with that little spark, right? Or and we've all seen those horror movies or ghost movies where the person dies and then a spirit that looks exactly like the body um, comes floating out or floats back in, you know, if it's a resurrection type story. And so with these kind of things, we get the point of view that we are in our body. And so when Gary Douglas, he, you know, first asked us a question, are you in your body or is your body in you? And using the light heavy tool, I'm like, wow, it actually feels lighter that my body is in me. What the freak does that even mean? My body's in me. What? How can my body be in me? Because from my point of view, my perspective, it always made more sense for the um, body the, for us, the infinite being to be in the body, because I had, you know, I'm a student of media. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a child of media. Not only did I grow up with it, I worked at it. I'm still working on it. <laughs> Hello, radio. Uh, and so I had been fed this point of view that our infinite being, the spirit, the soul, is in our body. So I could not even begin to fathom what Gary Douglas was talking about when he asked that question of like, are you and your body or is your body in you? And I'm like, huh? Literally, it took a, it took a couple of years. I'm not even joking. I wish I was kidding. So just to let you guys know, if you're not completely comprehending something, don't worry about it. <laughs> Here was, I was already doing right body few workshops and I still didn't have a clear picture of what being in our, our bodies being in us looks like. I still don't. We're still getting awarenesses every day of what that actually looks like. And so for me, I even began to uh, glimpse what 
having what having our body in us even looks like. Um, for both of those, sorry, that was me reading while I was talking. Um, for me, being able to glimpse about what that would look like to have our body in us, I started actually looking at us, the body, and us, the infinite being. Okay, and so with the body, what are our bodies made out of? Uh, our bodies are made out of materials of this earth. Uh, you know, the molecules, the dirt, hydrogen, oxygen, copper, you know, precious metals. Um, you know, you ever think you're not precious? You have precious metals in your body. Your body, the jewel, the precious jewel <laughs> you never acknowledge. I kind of like that. And um, so our bodies have this similar vibration to the earth and similar vibration to uh, this reality simply because it has that um, that similarity, right? Okay, so us, the infinite being. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes for a quick second unless you're driving and find the outside edges of your body. Can you find your toenails? Can you find your hair? Can you find your elbows? Right? You can find those. Okay. Now, keep your eyes closed and find the outside edges of you, the infinite being. Okay. Are you in the corner of the room? Are you down at the drugstore? Are you in the neighbor's apartment across the way or a neighbor's house across the street? Yeah. Are you kind of everywhere you look? Right. So what if you, the infinite being, doesn't actually, you can open your eyes, or stay shut, that works too. Um, what if you, the infinite being, has no limits, has no edges, in no definite form or shape? You know, we're always trying to put us as a shape, as a glob, as a looks like a body, but what if it's just the consciousness, the infinite being that we are, is that oneness that we exist everywhere all at once and so we are everywhere we look our awareness or consciousness is everywhere that we look so how can an infinite being that big actually fit inside our bodies okay so when i started looking at that i'm like okay okay so what what's up with our bodies good question we're going to take a quick little break when we come back, we're going to explore that a little bit more about what is up with our bodies. Why would an infinite being create a body and have it inside us? What is that all about? And what does that have to do with a body desire? Body does, what does that have to do with a body, whether it likes to cry or not? A whole lot. All right. So we're going to take a quick little break. This is Danielle. This is Right Body For You. We're on a to zen.fm and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body For You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week, you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body For You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body For You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on atizen.fm. 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at a zen.fm or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Today we're talking about, does your body like to cry? And, you know, in the first segment we were talking about, are you your body? Is your body you? Are you in your body or is your body in you? Um, and, you know, we 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 did the activity of uh, find the outside edges of you, find the outside edges of your body. And we got to the awareness that us, the infinite being, is this huge thing. And so how can it, our, we, this huge thing, actually fit into our bodies? Okay? So if our bodies are in us, it's like, what does that even mean? So for me, when I started looking at this, you know, and I went with the, the body has a similar vibration and everything with the earth, for me, I started looking at it. It's like we've chosen to be in this earth. We've chosen to be in this reality um, for whatever reason, for fun, to play with our friends, to uh, create conscious, create something, contribute to consciousness, a, a number of things, who knows, and all of the above. Or we were bored one day and we thought, hey, we're going to go there. I don't know. We're still figuring that part out. And... So we're here, and we've chosen this earth, this time, this place. And so when I started looking at the earth and the bodies having a similar vibration, it really came to me that our bodies are like the tail of the avatar in that movie Avatar, if you've seen it. Um, I'm not giving anything away if you haven't, but these amazing avatars have this tail that they plug into the tree and they have communion with the tree. They plug into an animal, which I know sounds dirty, but it's not. They plug into an animal and able to be one with it while riding it. Um, and so they have this magic, uh, uh, sorry, amazing tail that allows them to plug in and get information and become one with things. So for me, I look at that and it's like, how much is our bodies that? How much are we using our bodies to actually receive information from everything that's going on um, around us and with the earth, with other people's bodies, because similar vibration there, right? And um, 
in this reality. Okay, so our bodies are very much like the tail of the avatar, giving us the plugging us in, allowing us to receive information um, about everything that's going on. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about today with the does your body like the cry? Are you beginning to see that there is a communion with you and your body, but you and your body are not the same thing? You and your body are two different things. Um, you have a oneness, you have a communion, you have a connection, you have a communication, but you are two different things, okay? You work together. You know, in the Right Body for You book, we talk about what if your body could be your best friend. Absolutely. You know, it's with you all the time. Have you ever noticed that? You know, joking aside, have you ever noticed that you're with your body? You wake up, there's your body. You go to the work, there's your body. You have sex, there's your body. You eat, there's your body, right? Is there any time during the day when you go, okay, body, stay, I'm going to be over here? No, you're always with your body, okay? So why would we try to create the sense of separation from it all the time? I don't know, cute, not bright. Um, because we judge it as a wrongness or a weak spot, okay? So if there's a difference between you and your body, what if there is also a difference in how we, the infinite being, perceive and feel things and know things, and the way our body perceives, knows, and feels and knows things, okay? Our bodies feel. They're tactile. You, the infinite being, know and you perceive, okay? And remember, our bodies are always... Uh, working with us, the infinite being. Our body is always giving us information and it's always giving us really what we've asked for. So when you, the infinite being, say, I feel sad, and you like feel, I feel sad, and I means the infinite being. Anytime you say I, you're talking about you, the infinite being, not your body. So when you go, I feel sad, the body goes, feel sad. How can I feel sad? Okay, the infinite being is asking for feeling sad. I, the body, feel, so I feel sad. Um, I can feel hot. No, no, that's not sad. Uh, trying to match the energy, right? Um, cold, cold. Okay, cold, shaky, cold. Yeah, that, that, I, okay. I don't know if I can do sad, but I can do cold and shaky. And that kind of matches the energy of sad. Okay, so cold, shaky. I can do that. Okay, I feel sad means cold, shaky, or, you know, whatever it is. And so that's why it's like you, the infinite being, don't feel. Your body feels, which is why I'm always asking you to ask your body for everything that pertains to it, okay? Who eats? You or your body. Your body eats. Did you guys ever see that movie Ghostbusters and Slimer the Ghost? you know, put food into his mouth and went straight through, hello, no body to chew it, munch it, digest it, taste it. It went right through. Who eats? You or the body? Your body eats. Who has sex? You or the body? Your body has sex. Who feels all of these things? Because feel is that tactile, not emotion. It's a feel. Your body feels all of these things, okay? 
Somebody asked in the chat room, is this some of, is this some, is some of that also a misidentification of what our bodies are offering us? Absolutely. Um, part of what I do with the Right Body for You workshops is we go a lot into the words and languaging that we are using to create and communicate with our bodies. Um, just in that example of I feel sad and the body goes, I don't know how to feel sad, but I can feel cold. And so, you know, it offers up something like that. And so if you say something like I perceive sadness or I'm being sad or whatever, the, the body gets more of a, okay, that's not me. I'm talking about you. Have a good time. And so in the Right Body Fear workshops, we actually look a lot like a lot at the energies behind the words that we're using and how we're actually creating the body that we have by how we're asking our body to create it. Okay, so I spend a lot of time on that. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> somebody, I was just catching up in the chat room. If you guys have never joined in on the chat room, please do. Um, a to Zen.fm and then go into the chat room and because you can make comments, questions, um, people talk about things. And so when I was talking about how often do you leave your body? Somebody said, LOL, even though a lot of peeps try to leave their bodies. Amen to that. Um, one of the one of the things we try to do most is turn off our awareness. We try to separate from our bodies. Um, but not today. Today you're with your body. <laughs> so your body feels, okay? Um, and so who is crying? You or your body? <laughs> Trick question, right? Who cries? You or your body? Your body cries. Okay. So what is crying at that point? Because so many people have made it such a wrongness, such a negative. You cry, it means you're weak. Your cry, it means you're uh, in pain. It cry because you're sad. You cry because you're this, blah, blah, blah. because, 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 because. And we have all these reasons and justifications of uh, why you do or do not cry. And I love how it's like it's a strength if you don't cry. What? And then some people have the point of view, it's a strength if you cry. If you're willing to be that vulnerable. It's like, do you have to be vulnerable to cry? We have so many ideas of what crying is. And, you know, for me, I really started looking at this. And for me, when I asked the question truth, does my body like to cry? No. Mind you, I spent the first half of the show talking about the the the, the difference between you, the infinite being, and you, your body, okay, for this, for things like this. Because sometimes when I ask you the question, what if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week, you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? 
one of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You, including welcome back me, Danielle. Um, apparently, my my uh, connection decided to have a little break. <laughs> well, we were two minutes out from the break. I guess energetically, it's just decided to do it early. No problem. So we were talking about how the first half of the show, we were talking about the difference between you and your body. Okay. And why I spent so much time on that is because you look at that. And when I ask you things like who likes who eats you or your body, um, you know, I make a joke about Slimer from Ghostbusters, but you go, well, yeah, obviously I eat, the body eats, not not me. You know, my body chews and it, it does the digestion and stuff. Who wears clothes, your body or you? And it's like, okay, you know, body wears clothes. Some of those things you guys are really willing to go, oh, well, yeah, good point. Okay, yeah, I see that. Sometimes with something like who likes to cry? Does your body like to cry? Who cries, you or your body? You can kind of, it's getting into a different realm. And so when you look at that, it's like who cries, you or your body? And you're like, my body cries? Okay, cool. Your body cries. You, the infinite being, have different ways of doing the similar thing that is going on with your body. So, truth, if you had no judgment, if you weren't looking at the rightness of it or the wrongness of it, if you were just looking at the actual physical sensations, the feeling of it, truth, does your body like to cry? What do you get? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Kind of feels light that your body likes to cry. Okay? And with that, for me, what's interesting is when you look at that with the, does your body like to cry? You know, you could get a, like a no or a neutral or whatever. Um, it, it is whatever it is because you have no rightness to it and no wrongness to it. It's just what it is. And with that, does your body like to cry? It's not like, does your body like to cry as its normal way of doing or it's it's only right when it's crying? Um, because for it 
crying is actually very similar to things like blowing its nose or very similar to stubbing its toe. Uh, you know, there's no rightness, no wrongness to what it is. It's just a part of what it does. And for me, with the crying, a lot of times, crying, your body crying is actually processing. Um, you know, processing as in, you know, when the infinite being, we do a lot of verbal processing, the access consciousness verbal processing. Um, it does, we get that, uh, feel spinny, you know, and we're vortexing, as Gary Douglas called it, and we tap into that oneness, that infinite, that God source that we all are, okay? Well, for our bodies, crying is a very similar way of releasing, of processing. By the way, not that we're talking about this today, but peeing, going to the bathroom, you know, I joke a lot like, oh, I'm just processing, but it's actually true. Your body is actually... um moving a lot of energy and when we move a lot of energy with this processing and stuff that we do um, one of the ways our body has of uh, dissipating that is through water and salt and because of that we get the need to go pee a lot I don't know about you but I've spent a few access classes of uh, going to the bathroom because I'm like oh my god I have to pee like the first time I had my bars run or actually the second time I take the back the second time I had my bars run I'm like I have to pee I have to pee I have to pee I have to pee, I have to pee. I remember the first time I ran somebody else's bars and the bars is an access consciousness um, body process and the first time I ran somebody else's bars he had to go to the bathroom after each bar point which was I thought was interesting because his body was processing your body has a certain way of processing, and you, the infinite being, has a certain way of processing. Um, do the co to the do the two coexist and mingle? Absolutely. There's no definite line between things ever. Okay. And so for me, when I look at this with crying, um, have you guys ever had like a good cry? Have you ever sat there and cried and kind of felt better afterwards? What if that's why? What if that's because you're actually processing something? Um, you know, I see this a lot in classes. People would be like crying and somebody would ask them, why are you crying? I don't know. Well, your body's processing, especially if you're processing something that has to do with the body. And what I mean by that is we have heaped so much abuse onto our bodies, um, whether it's abuse from other people or self-abuse. And by self-abuse, it could be as something as simple as um, judging it, which I know I can't be the only one who, you know, still kind of judges their body once in a while, right? Just, you know, on a special occasion. And um, and everything that's coming up when I say abuse and body, truth, would you guys be willing to destroy and uncreate that, please, and have look at it with no point of view? Thank you. Right, wrong, good, bad, papaka, nitrous, boys, males. And that's an example of the access consciousness verbal processing because access consciousness is a set of tools and techniques that helps you change any area of your life that you would like to. Um, and it works on the energetic level. If you want to learn more about that, go to theclearingstatement.com and you can read all about it. Okay. All you have to know today is if you'd be willing to look at something different or willing to change something, even if it's just 0.01%, um, that's it will shift and change. You don't have to actually cognitively know what it is for it to work. So, 
when I'm talking about abuse to the body, I'm not making you wrong. I'm not telling you you're a bad person. I'm just asking you to look at these things. Like when you judge your body, you're actually abusing your body. Um, when you judge you, the infinite being, like I'm such a pile of crap, that's self-abuse as well, okay? And so what's interesting is a lot of times when we're, and this comes up a lot in body classes, um, when people are getting rid of points of view and judgments and things like that and they're releasing, quite often the body can cry simply because it's processing. It's letting go some of those points of view, some of those judgments that we've heaped upon it over the years or other people have heaped upon it because trust me, we are not alone in this. Um, we have bought judgments and points of view from thousands of zillions of people over lifetimes, okay? And so the body does some crying. It's often quite processing, okay? And what's interesting is uh, it comes not just in this, it, it, because, again, our bodies are a little bit different than who we, the infinite being, are, okay? Oneness, consciousness, communion, absolutely, and sometimes we have our own rodeo. And what I mean by that was after my mom died, um, I had these great racking sobs, just like I had never cried before like this. And it just kept going and going and going and going. And, you know, and I was having, I was having lunch with um, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, after um, the, after the, after my mom died, right? It was, you know, it was a couple months, like within six months of after my mom died. And he was asking me how I was doing and all this stuff. And when my mom died, it was very unexpected, right? It was one of those, I saw her at Christmas, left one day, the next day she was in the hospital, the day after I was back because it was already all over, like, boom, right? And I said, I'm pretty good. I said, but I, you know, I, the infinite being, have, you know, looked at this, thought of it, processed it, done all this stuff, but I still have these great racking sobs every once in a while, and it'd just be, like, overwhelming. It's like, you know, I've I've never been a heavy crier. I've, you know, crying every once in a while, but this, whatever's been going on here, it's just the crying was so all-consuming and different. I'm like, what is this? And, you know, and he, he talks, he's like, well, your body's processing. I'm like, I get that, but you know, humanoid, stubborn, ornery, just wasn't enough. And he's like, listen, honey, he said, our bodies talk to each other. I'm like, I know. He's like, give me a second, honey. The allowance and patience of Gary Douglas is amazing. I tell you what. Um, and he's like, okay, walk with me. <laughs> he goes, our bodies talk to each other. Our bodies have an interaction. Our bodies actually have a fondness for each other as well. You know, when I, when, um, you know, as, you know, as you all listening, I always say, ask your body who it wants to have sex with. Some bodies it prefers to have sex with, some bodies it prefers not to have sex with, okay? And so he's like, um, and I'm abridging this because it's been a few years, I can't remember exactly what he says, and, you know, I've added my own stuff into it over the years. And he's like, our bodies have this fondness in each other, our bodies have an interaction chemical, tactile, physical, our bodies have this energetic interaction all the time. Whether they're in the same room together or not, um, you know, they communicate with each other, they get input, they get um, things from each other. 
He goes, and so especially with somebody like your mother, who your body came from within her body, there is this connection. So some of these tears were actually my body mourning the loss of input from my mother's body. You know, and it was really interesting. It's like, how many people have done that with an old lover? You know, we have this lover and then they go away and we're sad. What if part of the sadness is actually our body missing the chemical, the energetic interaction with their body? We always think it's only ours, us, the infinite being, but it, it, it's also the bodies. Our body is missing that input, that sensory input from the other bodies. So when I was mourning my mother, um, part of that mourning and those all-consuming, racking sobs and tears was my body mourning the no longer input from my mother's body, um, which was really interesting because, you know, for me, as I started looking at this, I'm like, well, what about somebody who's had a long out death? You know, it seems to be okay. And it's like, well, yeah, because your bodies have this contribution of time to go, time to go, time to go. Um, and so just like the infinite being, you get like, okay, the death is coming and it's a good thing. It's an acceptance. So when it was very sudden like this, and my mother was probably the closest person in the world to me, my body was mourning as well as I, the infinite being. So, which after that, I was like, oh. And once I stopped making the tears a wrongness, things were a lot better. Do I still cry every once in a while? Absolutely. You know, one of the misconceptions about access is that it's like, well, you guys have no emotions. You don't love. You don't you don't mourn. You don't cry. It's like, yeah, we do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we just, it affects our lives less. And what I mean by that is if without the tools of access consciousness, when my, and right body for you, when my mother died, I don't know if it wouldn't have destroyed me. But with the tools of access consciousness, I saw the choice that she had, the future she was creating with all of this, and to know what was actually going on with my body, with me, the infinite being. So I was able to actually mourn her, honor her, and still survive, still thrive into a world. And the same can be said for lovers, you guys. You know, things that we get intimate with other people's bodies alike. You know, our friends, even if it's something we've never had, some, somebody, <laughs> somebody, we've never had sex or copulation with, but we have that intimate connection um, even if we don't do a lot of touching, our bodies are there interacting with each other either. So when you, you're you missing a friend, what if your body is also missing your friend's body? Okay, um, You know, it's really interesting when you start playing with these energies and these interactions, these communions, these sharings that we all do, including the body. And here's the fun thing, you guys. When you start looking at this, your communion with your body becomes stronger because you're not in so much of a unknowing what's going on. You're like, oh, that's what that is. Every time you have a oh, 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 things become stronger. Your communion becomes stronger. Your communication becomes stronger. You become more aware of everything going on around you and what belongs to you and what doesn't belong to you. Okay? So we're going to take our quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how your body is that feeling organism and the hedonistic pleasure that it actually enjoys okay this is danielle 
This is Right Body for You on AtoZen.fm, and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Check out the new ringtones from Access Consciousness. What is it possible? What is it possible? Smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs> and everyone's favorite. Take a pass. Take a pass. Download the latest and hottest accessory. Go to accessconsciousness.com forward slash ringtones for all the details on how to download to your iPhone today. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at a zenfm or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And it seems like we have oh, uh, some I'm, weird... No, I'm here. Yes, I'm yes. here. <laughs> Thanks, Danielle. <laughs> I was muted. <laughs> um, so welcome back to Right Body for You, including me. Welcome back to me. And today we've been talking about does your body like to cry? Absolutely. You know, we've been talking about <clears throat> your your uh, difference between you and your body, how your body cries as a processing and please let me tell you right now, just because it's like, oh, if I'm not crying, I'm not processing, absolutely not true. Um, your body feels, and there are so many different things that your body can feel and enjoy. One of my body's favorite ways of processing, laughing. It laughs like when things are intense and like scary, it'll giggle, and it's processing in that way. Um, so you cry, it processes, you giggle, it processes, but your body is this hedonistic thing. It enjoys the sensations. It enjoys those tactile things. Next time you have food, and remember, who eats you or your body, right, right? I'm not giving you the answer because you know what? We already asked that earlier in the show and several times, who eats you or your body? So the next time you have some food, Take a moment, be very present with your body with each bite and see how your body works and enjoys with that. Feel it, perceive it. You perceive your body, feel it through the...
And Danielle, are you muted again somehow? We are we are having a little blank moment here. <laughs> Let's see if we have Okay. Danielle, if you can just call back in real quick. We will uh fill a little bit of space and hold a bit of space. We're coming down to the end of the show and of course I know Danielle has some fantastic tools and tips that she's going to leave us with, so uh, she will be back here in just a moment. I know that my body is really excited to be receiving the gift of this conversation, so how does it get even better than that? And here I think you're back. Are you with us? All right. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't even muted. It's so funny, the things that try to keep you muted sometimes. Um, All kinds of energies. (laughs) Yeah, so... So as I was saying, just really quickly, because I know we're running out of time here. So when we're doing this, when our next time you have a bite, please feel, let your body feel it. The sensations, where it hits on the tongue, your teeth, how it crunches, the textures. Um, let your body feel it and see what you perceive when you're feeling that at that minutia level. And you really begin to see how much of a hedonistic creature your body actually is. You know, and for me, it's like people like, do you like sushi? I'm like, oh, no, my body doesn't like sushi. They're like, oh, you don't like raw fish? I'm like, actually, I have no problem with raw fish. My body doesn't like the texture of that raw thing. It's really interesting. It's like I don't even like prosciutto, really, because it has that same kind of raw flavor texture thing. So that is a feeling that my body does not enjoy. So next time you have a food that your body doesn't like or you don't like, really look at it and see if it's something else besides the goodness of it, the wrongness of it, or the flavor. What if it's an actual texture thing? Remember, your body feels. It's a hedonistic creature that likes those tactile sensations. So check it out, even with food. And then what else? does your body like to feel you know somebody had a box of rose petals one time it was uh we were getting ready for the sex and relationship class in houston at valentine's day and so she picks up and it's just this box of rose petals and her and i start putting our hands through it and she laughs she goes you can tell we're both hedonistic people I'm like oh yeah it just felt amazing because my body likes to touch things if you find yourself touching things throughout the day it might be a mystic creature like your body. So check it out, please. Your body feels you perceive no and be, okay? So does your body like to cry? Absolutely. Next time you have a cry, actually let your body feel it and see what it's kind of like. It's interesting, and you can actually kind of feel the processing. Same with laughter. You know, for me, laughter is one of my body's favorite ways of processing. Next time you have a good laugh, See what's going on with your body, how it feels in your body, and what's going on there. I think you might be surprised about some of the things you become aware of, and it's so fun. It is. I. It's one of my funnest things to do. Okay. Um, somebody said, oh, "I thought I was just being a perv." Yes, your body is a perv. It's a hedonistic perv. It likes to touch things and flavors and sensations and textures. So have a good time with it. Um, you know and. Please, 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 please check out the Right Body Few workshops. You know, my next one next weekend is in Istanbul, um, Turkey. I'm so excited for that. I uh, I've never been to Istanbul, 
I'm so excited to be there. That song, um, Constantinople is no longer, or Istanbul is no longer Constantinople is going through my head repeatedly on a loop practically. So please check it out. Um, I am all over the world this year, literally with these Right Body Few workshops. We have so much fun. And kind of like today's show, how we kind of really went into detail and had some activities about uh, what your body likes, what your body doesn't like, what the sensations of your body versus the sensations of of you and that kind of stuff. We kind of go into a lot of that. So we get some clarity about communion, the connection, what is your body, what isn't your body, how to create your body. And like we talked about earlier, the words and languaging, what are you actually asking your body to give you with the words and languaging you are using? Okay. So we have a lot of fun with that. You can go to doniellecarter.accessconsciousness.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E, Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R, dot accessconscious.com for a full schedule. Um, and I hope you check it out. We have a lot of fun. Some tears, lots of laughter, sarcasm, and jokes. Um, you think my body's voice is funny when I'm making some of these sounds? You should see the faces it makes when it makes these sounds. It's pretty dang funny. So we have a good time. You know, we bodies are serious. Not really. We have a good time with it, and we change the world, change our bodies, change our life. A few small things there. And if you guys ever have any topic you'd like to hear more about, please feel free to email me, Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, oh, and I've had a lot of people ask me recently, do you do private sessions? Absolutely. Check it out. Send me an email, Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Um, but if you and your body have a, a topic that you would like to know more about, please drop me a line. Um, if you have an awareness, please drop me a line. If you have a question, please drop me a line. I'd love to know more. Um, right Body for You is growing at an exponential rate, and you are all a part of that. And I am so super grateful for the contribution that you and your bodies are to Right Body for You and consciousness and bodies everywhere. Okay? So remember, in, have a good week. Have a fun week. Enjoy your body because it's enjoying you. Hope to see you back here next week because you know what? I will be. So make it a good one, everyone. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you and your body will join us.